Hello, welcome to 21st Century Moses podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. We're finishing up the Book of Acts series. It's been a great journey. We have been we have been learning about how the Holy Spirit has worked in and through His churches. It's amazing to see the grace of God is greater than all the evils because the people who are all sinners, including us, have um, have no hope. And then we are so far away from God, we're separated from the grace of God. However, the grace of God has reached out to us. And then not only He saved us, but also He filled us with the Holy Spirit. And the work of God, work of the Holy Spirit has been continued since the early church. So for the 2,000 years since the early church started, we have seen the growth of church, not just in the one part of the world, but it has been spread out all around the world. How is it even possible? As you can see in the book of Acts, we see a lot of stories of persecutions. And then there are so many emperors and uh, uh, higher-ups had had tried to stop Christianity. However, God's work was never stopped. And then God's work even uh, growing uh, for His name, for His glory. So it's been amazing stories that we have learned so far. And then I pray and hope that you have learned, but not just learned, but you have, you have applied it, you have obeyed it, so that you also experience the work of the Holy Spirit in and through your life in your church. So that is my really hope. Today, as we are wrapping this Book of Acts series, I was wondering what would be the best verse or passage that I can wrap up, I think the best one I can think of is Acts chapter 1-8, very first chapter, because Acts chapter 1-8 lays out the foundational outline of the whole book of Acts. So let's look at Acts chapter 1-8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and as far as the remotest part of the earth. Amen. Now, this verse is so powerful verse, and then this verse is being fulfilled in the book of Acts and beyond. Chapter 1 through 7 is the fulfillment of the uh, this verse where the Holy Spirit is working among in Jerusalem. And then chapter 8 through 12, it is about Judea and Samaria. And chapter 13 uh, throughout chapter 28, it is the work of the Holy Spirit among Gentiles, which is the nations, the remotest part of the world. So we see the fulfillment of the, uh, this verse all throughout the book of Acts. Now the thing is, if you remember from last week's sermon, uh, from Acts chapter 28, we studied about the uh, the uh, American dream versus kingdom dream. Uh, what is the difference between all those three things? 3H, the kingdom dream is about heaven, hospitality, and herald. We're looking forward to the heaven. And then we are offering hospitality for the sake of being herald of the gospel of Christ Jesus. But as a continuation of that, I want us to look at this American, ver- American dream versus kingdom dream again. Because in Acts chapter 1-8, we see the kingdom dream is being displayed all throughout this book. And also, if you are truly fulfilling, if you are truly having this kingdom dream, you are also fulfilling this dream of 
of the uh, Acts chapter 1, 8. So let's see what is the difference between American dream and the kingdom dream in light of Acts chapter 1, 8. Let's go back to this verse again. You see, you will receive power, and when you receive the power, what you will become, you will become his witness, Jesus' witness, and you will be all around the place. Now, what kind of questions do you have? I think there are three major questions we ask. So what will I get? And what what will I become? Who will I become? And where will I be? What, who, and where? These are very fundamental questions. Now, if you have American dream, now you might answer to these questions. What will I get? When I go to America, I'm gonna get a lot of money. I'm gonna let I'm gonna get a lot of fame success, everything that I want, big house, big car, and lots of great people around me. So that is what I'm going to get. So that, who will I become? I'll become a famous person. I'll become millionaire, billionaire, and uh, the dream achiever. I will be the most famous person, not only in the United States, but all around the world. I'll be a great best bookseller, best bookseller, best um, author of all time. Or uh, you want to say, where will I be? I will be in uh, Beverly Hills or in a rich neighborhood. I will be in the best place, even among 50 states and all over the United States. Now, even if you're not in the United States, even if, if you have, you, you might have this American dream that you want to get what you want, you want to be the, what you want to be, and you want to live in the place that you want to live. So when this is very typical American dream that everyone, nearly everyone has. So if you are immigrants coming to the United States a long time ago, probably you had this dream and then maybe some of you still have this dream and you're pursuing for your dream. Now the thing is, when you achieve this dream, what would you feel? You might feel like, I finally achieved my American dream and then I'm so cool, I'm so awesome. Is that what you want to think? But the thing is, the kingdom dream is the opposite. Kingdom dream is shown in this one verse. So let's look at this verse again. What will I get? When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will receive power. In other words, you will get power. But it is not a money power, it's not a the famous, uh, being a famous person, but it is the power of the Holy Spirit, the power that the Holy Spirit, that He generates life and He gives hope, the true hope that the world cannot give. This is the power of God. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will receive, you will get this power. But not just that, when you get this power, who you will become? You will become His witnesses. Not my witness, not somebody else's witness, but you will be Jesus' witness, meaning that you will see who Jesus is and you will talk about who Jesus is to the people that you meet. So that is what the witness means. And then lastly, where will you be? You will be uh, in the millionaire place or a rich neighborhood. Well, that is not the case here. You will be everywhere, starting from Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, all around the world. 
Now we see the example in Paul, and there's so many apostles, right? They started in Jerusalem, but they were not in their bubble all the time. You know, their persecution broke, and then they had to move to another place. So they went out of Jerusalem. They went to Judea, and they even went to Samaria. Remember, if you uh, if you are Jewish, that you are very traditional person, that you are trying uh, to keep up with the Old Testament, then probably you would not want to associate with the uh, Samaritans. You want to go around. That is what exactly Jewish people did in the past. However, when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they did not care about this geographical or cultural barrier. They went across the barrier and they witnessed to the Samaritans as well um, because the gospel is so great so that everyone needs to hear the gospel of Christ Jesus. So the Holy Spirit came upon them and they became the witness of Jesus Christ. But they, this movement did not stop in Judea and Samaria. They, this movement did not stop in Acts chapter 12. It's continued in Acts chapter Chapter 13, what happened? The gospel was crossing even the cultural, even bigger, even larger geographical boundaries so that the gospel was preached to the Gentiles. And then there are so many Gentiles coming to Jesus Christ. Then we see the great example of Apostle Paul being used as an ambassador to the Gentiles. And then he was sharing the gospel with Gentiles as well. So we see the great movement, movement of God all throughout this book in 28 chapters of the book of Acts, we see the Holy Spirit work in a mighty way. First, He gave power, His power, to His people, and then His people became His witnesses, and then His people, His witnesses, were located everywhere uh, possible. And even among, the, there's a legacy, legend, about the 12 disciples. One of them, Thomas, even went to uh, India and he was martyred there. You can see that uh, India is very far away from Israel for sure, even nowadays. But the gospel was used, gospel was uh, spread through these people when they received the power of God through the Holy Spirit. So this is an amazing, amazing story that we need to see. But let's compare this American dream and kingdom dream again. American dream is all about me. I want to get money. I want to get car. But the thing is this, even if you get all the money that you want or cars that you want to buy, are you, do you think that you'll be really happy? You'll be satisfied? Probably not. Maybe for 15 days or maybe even up to three months. You look at your car and then you're so fascinated about it, but the tr storm can hit, the tornado can hit, and the thieves can, uh, will, will not uh, let you be always enjoying your car. They're always watching you. So you might feel like insecure, like how can I keep this money? How can I keep my car clean and nice all the time? They are deteriorating anyway. The more money you have, the more fear you will have at the same time. The the uh, Just because you have lots of money doesn't mean that you have all the happiness in the world. Actually, you have the uh, more worries and fear uh, instead. Now, what about the uh, who? You, you will become a successful millionaire, millionaire and billionaire and the most famous person that people respect you. Uh, but the thing is, when you die, do you think you can take your fame with you? Maybe at your funeral, maybe 2,000 people came, but the problem is you cannot see them. You cannot check who they are. Uh, who, who they are. You're gone, Right? And the place is the same thing. Even if you are living in the big uh, five stories house in the 
beach and beautiful weather and very safe and you know you are secluded and you have the perfect privacy and you nobody is bothering you but what if you get sick inside of your home you get so lonely right you are watching TV and then you are just um, sitting right there but thinking about your life and just ask this question what have you done for the kingdom of God Okay, congratulations that you achieved your American dream. But if God speaks to you, if God shows up in front of you, and if He says, what did you do? Did you obey my will? What would you say? Probably you might say, oh, I'm not sure what that is. I lived, I worked so hard to earn this money. I, or, I, you know, I did all my uh, great work and I lived a pretty decent life to earn, achieve all these things. So, yes, but uh, the thing is, God will say to you, you did not do anything. You did not obey my will at all. You lived all your life for yourself. This is all for your glory, but the problem is, your glory is expired today. I'm going to take your life today. You know what? That is the most wasting life at all, uh, at all time. You have to be very careful. Achieving American dream must not be your ultimate goal. American dream will never lead you to eternal uh, life. Actually, it will lead you to the opposite. It will lead you to the uh, eternal punishment because you are not, you have no relationship with God at all. But kingdom dream may not look fancy because you, the living everywhere, it doesn't mean that you will be in a five stories, uh, five stories home in a beach and a, a safe place. It can be the worst place in terms of worldly eyes. It could be uh, almost the zero security. And then you have to move around, just like a, uh, Apostle Paul was living in the rental home for two years, and he had to move to another place, another place, another place. He has to, you know, uh, live in the place that he never wanted to live. That might be the case for you, right? And then probably you might uh, you you wanted to be a really great person that everyone respects you, but you are witnesses of Jesus Christ, so you're not living for yourself. You are living for God's glory. But sometimes you might like, okay, what 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 am I doing here? Why do I have to live for someone else, not for, not for myself? You might ask all these questions. However, here is the thing. The difference between the American dream and the kingdom dream is the kingdom dream is eternal. American dream is futile, is temporal, is nothing but wasting time. However, kingdom dream, may not, even though it may not look fancy in the beginning, but there is eternal reward, eternal glory, because you are living with the Lord, you are walking with the Lord, and you are fulfilling the great commission that God has given to you as His child. Remember how it starts. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will receive power. But when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, Holy Spirit does not come to everyone randomly. Holy Spirit comes upon those who receive Him, those who follow Him, those who, who are children of God. You have relationship with God more than anything else. God loves you and God saves you by His grace and He put His Holy Spirit upon you. So that is the case. You are different from the world. You are different from those people who are chasing after American dream. You are chosen by God. You are saved by God. And you are called by God. But not just that, God has sent, God has put the Holy Spirit, His own Spirit upon you so that God gives you His power.
That power is not coming from degree. It's not coming from money. It's not coming from the people around you. It is coming from God Himself. You have God's power in your life so that you can be His witness. Now, here's the thing. When God's power comes upon you, you have a divine power, so you can do a lot of magic and the people will look upon you. No, that's not the case. The God gives you power not for you to become great among all, the, all other people, but for you to become the greater witness of Jesus Christ so that you can witness Jesus in His power, in His wisdom. You might think like, you know, I don't know how to speak about the gospel. I don't know how to share. I don't have any uh, speech, uh, speech skill. Don't worry about it. Moses had the same argument, but God used Moses to lead two million people out of Egypt. Same thing. God gives you power, so it is no longer your power, no, no longer your background, but it is God's power that uses you to be His witness. And then you will... Share the gospel with His power, but not just in your hometown, but everywhere that you go, everywhere God is sending you. Don't think that I'm going to settle down there and I will build my house there. Well, you may be, if that's God's will, but maybe you might need to be aware that God is calling you. Maybe God can call you to somewhere you never expected to live. Now, where do you want to live? Do you want to live in the strategic place for your own success or you want to live in the strategic place for God's kingdom? You have to choose. If you are a truly born-again Christian, then you are going to live as the kingdom dreamer. Live as the kingdom dreamer that you are. You should be always ready to move around and move and go and to the place that God is telling you to be and share the gospel as His witness. Now, does that mean that you have to become seminary students or a missionary or uh, the t or the pastor? That is not the case at all. Yes, you might think like, okay, I'm an engineer. I am a, a CPA and uh, I have my own factory. So does that mean that I have to quit all of them? Not at all. Now, be a witness doesn't mean that you have to quit all who you are. Still be, you can still be witnesses being an engineer or housewife or the college professor. You do your work as a job. However, use your job, leverage your job to share the gospel as witnesses of Jesus Christ. Before you are engineer, you are witness. Before you are professor, you are the witness of Jesus Christ. Know who you are because if you are a true Christian, you receive the Holy Spirit. That means you have the power of God. That means you are Jesus' witness. You are here. You, The purpose that God has given you is much greater than all the purpose, all the goals, all the visions that you can have because God is calling you to be his ambassador, to be his witness. So live as a witness, where, uh, whoever you are, whatever occupation you have. Now, you are, maybe you might think, okay, does that mean that I have to go to um, Middle East right now or uh, South, Af South Africa or whatever? If God's will is that, then you need to obey wherever that is. But maybe you can stay where you are in your apartment, in your college, in your office, but use that place as a world missions center that you share the gospel to all nations wherever you are. Now we have, thanks to technology, we can share the gospel using uh, virtual means as well. But in, whether it's in person or virtual, be everywhere 
to as his witness to spread the gospel that is the kingdom vision it's not about your own county own city but it is about the whole world god wants everyone to come to repentance according to second peter 3 9. so this is god's vision this is god's heart American dream is all about one person. It's about all about me, 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 me. But what about me? We don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. It is the worst thing to have this type of vision. So narrow-minded, so selfish vision. So lay down your vision. Lay down your American dream. And ask the Lord to seek God that He would give you this kingdom vision that you can be reshaped and rebuilt, rebooted with this kingdom dream and be, be the kingdom dreamer by receiving the power of the Holy Spirit, by being His witness, by being everywhere that God is telling you to go. And remember this Acts 1.8, it's a summary of whole book of Acts, but not just a summary, this must be your DNA. Live it out and share this and make disciples of all nations and let others be acts 1 8 disciple let others be 21st century moses this is the vision of 21st century moses we want to meet god as god met moses in the wilderness but not just that god is sending moses back to egypt to bring the people to the promised land god is going to send you as 21st century moses to your people to your countries to your neighborhood to uh to the place that god wants you to be to bring your people to jesus christ be the 21st century moses and live this kingdom dream let's pray heavenly father we thank you we praise you for your love and for your mercy Father, we pray that you would continue to work in the heart and our lives so that we will live out the kingdom dream, not the American dream. Father, please help us to f and forgive us not to uh, trust in our own American dream, but to depend on you and to be to receive the power and to be your witnesses than to be everywhere that you want us to be. Father, we thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' holy name, we pray. Amen. I want to introduce you free 30 days devotional with the book of Acts. It looks like this and you can download this PDF at 21cmoses.com and what it looks like is you can go through chapter by chapter each day and you can read and engage, apply and do. You can also click on the link down in the bottom so you can watch a short sermon to review the contents. Thanks so much and download it today. Enjoy the book of Acts.